from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Today is January 19th, year of our Lord, 2021. Welcome to Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-loving, and God-fearing host, Jeremy Harrell, a.k.a. The Hip Hop Patriot. I want to welcome you to the show today. And we are 24 hours out, ladies and gentlemen. We are really exactly 24 hours out until the end of President Trump's first administration. Now, I want to tell you something that Stephen K. Bannon said this morning uh, as he started his show on The War Room. He said, <laughs> he said, and we are one day away from the end of President Trump's presidency. The first one, he says. And, um, you know, it's, it, it, it's not only uh, myself and not only Stephen K. Bannon and not only hundreds and thousands of other people who believe that, um, but, ladies and gentlemen, I think the left believes that, too, <laughs> to be honest with you, because they are in full panic mode, regardless of the optics of everything. They, they truly are. They truly are in full panic mode. That is why they're so afraid of the National Guard. That is why they're so afraid of, of uh, you know, fires, smoke that they see off in the distance when they're trying to practice for their fake inauguration. Um, and it's just, what a time to be alive. We'll say that. So we got a lot to talk about today on the podcast, and then, um, of course, we move into uh, Live at 5 tonight, and we'll have more to talk about, because I'm sure a lot will happen today. However, let's start out with the verse of the day today, which which comes from uh, Galatians uh, 6-9, and that is, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Now, this what this does is it makes me think of all the people that are on the comment threads. And and again, I'm not in I'm if you are one of those people that have given up, if you are one of those people that say, I'm just going to accept the fact that Biden is going to be my president. If you are one of those people that say, give it up, it Trump is done. I really wish it wasn't the case, but it is the way it is, so stop giving false hope. I am not attacking you in any way when I say um that you shouldn't give up, that you shouldn't act like that. I'm not attacking you in any way. That's it's it's not me insulting you, it's not me coming after you. It's me saying that President Trump himself said we will not give up, we will not break, we will not bend, we will not surrender, you know, we'll never give up. So what I'm doing is exactly what God commands me to do. And that is when you're committed to something, finish it. And that's what I'm doing. And I know that's what so many thousands of you are doing as well. Um, if you are uh, somewhere where you can uh, say it out loud, please do, because the Lord loves to hear it from your mouth to his ears. If you are somewhere you cannot, then please say it internally for your soul uh, to hear and your heart to hear as well. But we are going to uh, um, go to the Lord's Prayer, and, um, and I ask you to do that with me now, okay? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now listen, ladies and gentlemen, it is never too late to come to the Lord. It is never too late to come to the Lord, and it's never, uh, you, you have no idea what the Lord has in store for you until you are in relationship with Jesus Christ. I am a relatively new Christian. I became a Christian in 2016, and I've become a better Christian over time, especially in the last year, year and a half or so. And I really have seen the full love, the full power, and an understanding of what God wants us to know, of what Jesus wants us to know. So, it, it, you know, a lot of people that knew me in the past will say, well, this is how he was five years ago. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. But remember the story of, of, um, of Paul, you know, when he was, uh, <laughs> when he was blinded by Jesus, it, it, was, it was an instant transformation. So it's never too late to dust off those Bibles. It's never too late to start reading the Word. It's never too late to start saying prayers in, 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 in silent and in solitude. Um, it's never too late for, for Jesus. So I just wanted to, uh, I wanted to make that known. All right, we are going to start off the day today by talking about the emergence, or I mean, the, excuse me, the executive orders that President Trump signed. Uh, yesterday, it looks like President Trump signed one, two, three, four, five. He signed five executive orders yesterday alone. Let me, no, excuse me, four. I'm sorry, four. Um, the first one, the executive, or I should say the latest one, was the executive order on protecting the United States from certain unmanned aircraft systems. Another one was executive order on ensuring democratic accountability in agency rulemaking. The next was executive order on protecting Americans from overcriminalization through regulatory reform. And, oh, no, there was five, excuse me, executive order on protecting law enforcement officers, judges, pr prosecutors, and their families, and an executive order on building the National Garden of American Heroes, another promise that, that, that he's following through on. Um, so some folks are, are saying, well, what, are the, what do these executive orders mean? What, can, you, can you break them down? Well, to read them all would take a very long time, but let's read the ones that I think are very important for us to understand, Okay. Um, executive order on ensuring democratic accountability and rulemaking. So I'll start out by saying what he, what he starts out in the executive order. It says, by the authority invested in me as the president, by the Constitution and the laws of the United States of America, it is hereby ordered as follows in section one, purpose. American democracy operates on the principle of the consent of the governed. Regular elections for the Congress and the President and the Vice President of the United States are designed to ensure that the officials responsible for making and executing the law are held accountable to the American people. The President chooses federal agency heads who exercise executive authority and implement his regulatory agenda. The American people, in electing the President, thereby have a role in choosing the individuals who govern them. However, some agencies have chosen to blur these lines of democratic accountability by allowing career officials to authorize, approve, and serve as final word on regulations. This practice transfers the power to set rules governing Americans' daily lives from the president acting through his executive subordinates to officials insulated from the accountability that national elections bring. 
This practice undermines the power of the American people to choose who governs them, and I am directing steps to end it. What this really is saying, ladies and gentlemen, by going through all, I'm not going to go through every bit of this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scroll down here and look and see if there's a, uh, a summary. Um, doesn't look like there is a summary of it, so it's it's. I'm gonna I'm kind of gonna give it to you in a in a quick you know paraphrased uh, explanation. And what this is really referring to, ladies and gentlemen, is all of these uh, states that went around rules and laws and regulations that were set to them by the people, ladies and gentlemen, in order to push through their agendas uh, by blurring the lines, skewing the lines, walking the line of what their authority really is and and, and, and who gives them that authority. Um, and I can think of a quick, I can think of a quick explanation, I mean a quick example I mean, and that is when these states that uh, fraudulently went around and circumvented the state legislators to make their own election rules and laws uh, stating that they could accept you know, votes by after a certain date or through a certain uh, means uh, of getting those votes. Uh, vote dumps and vote boxes everywhere and all this other stuff. Um, and President Trump, is, he, wants to, he, he put an executive order in place to stop all that. Um, so it says, here's another poor portion of it. It says, review of existing delegations of rulemaking authorities. Within, within 180 days of the date of this order, the head of each agency shall, to the extent permitted by law, review delegations of authority regarding rulemaking and make any revisions necessary to ensure that the delegations are consistent with Section 2 of this order. Um, so let's move to, uh, so that's kind of breaking down, you know, what, what that, what that executive order, uh, in, in a, in a quick fashion, I should say, uh, really is now moving on to, um, the executive order on protecting Americans from overcriminalization through regulatory, regulatory reform. Um, this basically says the section one, the purpose of this is in the interest of fairness, federal criminal law should be clearly written so that all Americans can understand what is prohibited and act accordingly. Cause you know, dang well that all of these laws and all of these rules that come down through Congress from lawmakers, you'd have to have a, a lawyer go through it and have to have them under read it to you and break it down to you for, in order for you to understand it in order for you, to, for you to follow those laws. President Trump wants to get rid of that. It's ridiculous. We had the constitution was written on one piece of paper. I mean, come on, ladies and gentlemen. So reading on, some statutes have authorized executive branch agencies to, um, uh, to promulgate thousands of, regula of regula regulations, creating a thicket of requirements that can be difficult to navigate, and many of these regulations are enforceable through criminal processes and penalties. The purpose of this order is to alleviate regulatory burdens on Americans by ensuring that they have notice of potential criminal liability for, for violations of, of regulations and by focusing criminal enforcement of regulatory offenses on the most culpable individuals. So basically what this executive order is saying is, hey, make things understandable to the American people. You shouldn't need a, uh, a constitutional lawyer or a criminal lawyer to understand simple guidelines and laws. It's ridiculous. And that's how they go around. That's how they it's the system, ladies and gentlemen. It is the system as a whole which is broke down, okay? The next executive order in protecting law enforcement officers, judges, prosecutors, and their families. What this order is saying is that so many judges, prosecutors, law enforcement officials, and their families have been targeted by the left, 
by the left, by BLM and Antifa, and Democratic congressmen and women, and Democratic senators, Democratic attorney judges, Democratic secretary of states, Democratic governors of these Democratic progressive states, all right? They've been targeted in or, and, and basically threatened um, to, to not do their duty. And that's why you saw a breakdown of so much in uh, and, and most of these states when it came to um, holding these uh, fraudulent uh, slates of electors um, accountable because people were threatened to vote a certain way. Um, and, and the first thing that comes to mind is Michigan. If you look at Michigan, when they voted one way and then they had to leave the chambers and come back and they voted a completely different way because their people were threatened. So these family members of these prosecutors, these judges, these law enforcement officials, these, these, these reps, um, they're going to get extra protection, and as they should, and as they should, because it's absolutely ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. It is absolutely ridiculous that these people can be threatened into uh, to the left's agenda and the progressive communist agenda uh, in order to. That's that's exactly. You know what? I'm not even not even going to go there. But that's for another talk. That's for. I was going to say it's like, it's like something that another organization does. That other organization is. Um, <laughs> That's a touchy subject, so we'll, we'll wait on that. We'll talk about that another time. The other executive order that I want to talk about is protecting the United States from unmanned um, aircraft systems. And basically, what this is, is I'll read, By the authority vested in me as the President of the Constitution and the laws of the United States, I, Donald J. Trump, President of the United States of America, find that additional actions are necessary to ensure the Secretary... Uh, this, excuse me, the security of unmanned aircraft systems owned, operated, and controlled by the federal government to secure the integrity of American infrastructure, including America's national airspace system, to protect our law enforcement and warfighters, and to maintain and expand our domestic industrial base capabilities. Um, you know, drones in the sky, spying on people, doing things that they shouldn't be doing, American citizens, and also using them to protect are people working in government. Um, that's basically what that executive order is, is you know, saying in, in a nutshell. So I wanted to go over those with you, but there's one other thing that I wanted to go uh, over with you, which was not an executive order, but more a, um, um, how do I want to say, let's see, news, presidential actions. Uh, Presidential, the president took a lot of uh, action, made a lot of proclama proclamations and, uh, and, and actions outside of the executive orders. Um, one of those I thought was really, really amazing um, was the 1776 report. The 1776 commission. It was put out on the whitehouse.gov uh, by President Trump last night. And what it really does, if you look at it, if you go to the 1776 commission, it really is, is outlining what this country was built on, how we got away from it, how we got so far away from a constitutional republic, and how we need to go back, and what plans are going to be in place to go back. Uh, it makes me so hopeful and so um, happy to see this kind of, of uh, statement and, and proclamation released by Donald J. Trump. So just do yourself a favor, go to whitehouse.gov, click the tab up in the left-hand corner and go to briefings and statements. It's on the top of the page. You definitely want to read it. Read the whole thing. It's very long, but it tells you what this country's supposed to be and what we clearly are not any longer. Okay? So do yourself a favor and check that out. Now, 
I want to talk about these what's going on in Washington DC outside of all the you know the 25 to 30,000 national guard men and women that are down there. Do you know the only crowd that is down there protesting and it, and or will be protesting throughout today and tomorrow? It's not patriots. It's not Trump supporters. It's not 3%ers. It's not freedom keepers or oath keepers. It's not proud boys. It's not regular everyday Americans who love what this president has done. Nope, it's BLM and Antifa. Why? Why are BLM and Antifa down there? What could they possibly be down there doing? It makes zero sense what they're doing down there, why they're there. If, pres if, 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 if uh, Vice President uh, reject Joe Biden is going to be inaugurated. Because the B BLM and Antifa it acts at the direction of the left and act blue. That's who they get their mission statements from. What to do, where to go. What buses to, to organize and, and, and go to what places. Antifa and BLM never organizes unless the left organizes them to do something. They, ladies and gentlemen, the left sits and talks about how Trump supporters are these domestic terrorists and that we need to be taken out because we're, we're this... The only reason that they're doing that is because we're not the domestic terrorists. We know what happened all year long and the, for the last four years. We know who's been burning buildings. We know who's been murdering people. We know who's been destroying places. We know who's been setting up autonomous zones. We know who's acting, asking to defund the police. We know who's calling the, the police pigs and, 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 and threatening them and their families and lawmakers' families. Those are domestic terrorists. Here's the thing. They know they're outnumbered. They know they would lose a real fight within, you know, a day. So what they're trying to do, what these Democratic lawmakers are trying to do, is they're trying to shut down and go after and put in, in, in re-education camps or whatever the people who supported the President of the United States because they know that we outnumber them by a lot. They know they lost by a lot. So the only people that are down there is BLM and Antifa. Why? What, what the heck are they there to do? We also know that they're the ones that led the charge into the, into the Capitol building. What are they there to do? Now, going off that a little bit further, they're literally, they're going to get Hollywood. Hollywood is going to start making movies. You already see documentaries about Trump's insurrection on, on Netflix and on Amazon and on HBO Max. Hollywood is going to get fully involved in the next year. Regardless of what happens today and tomorrow in the next couple months through, you know, March 4th or whatever. Hollywood is going to start making movies that t teach you they're going to basically brainwash you into thinking that the red hat is a symbol of, of, of hate and, needs to, and, and, and basically terrorism. They're going to start making movies about it. They're going to start sensationalizing it for, for, for the youth that's been indoctrinated by the CCP from the universities all the way down to kindergarten. Okay? Um... And ladies and gentlemen, they're going to try to they're going to try to erase everything that President Trump ever was anything about him. They're going to try to erase him and everything about him. Bed Bath and Beyond has has, uh, has put out a statement saying that they're no longer going to carry Mike Lindell's My Pillow because he supports President Trump. The left has gone absolutely nuts. I mean, they've been nuts for a long time, you know. And I ask God to bless them. I really do. I ask God to bless them and, and, and keep them safe and, and, and bring them to the light. But they have gone so far crazy that they are causing a civil war in this country. Not 
people who support the President of the United States. They are causing a civil war in this country. And maybe that's exactly what they want. They're even so crazy that they're starting to turn on Mark Zuckerberg. AOC and many, many others, including, um, what's her name, Mika, on uh, Morning Joe, they are literally saying that Mark Zuckerberg is now a terrorist, and he's, always fil he's facilitating terrorists, and that he's ruined this world. I can't disagree with them on that, but the fact that they're turning on him and eating each other lets you know how panicky they really are. It's unbelievable what the left has been able to do in this country with the money, the backing, and the influence of the Chinese Communist Party. And if you ask me the reason why you see all these military everywhere and in D.C. is because if it happens where President Trump lays the hammer down at the last minute or something big happens like we want it to, China is going to retaliate because their boy, their golden boy, true international pressure with hairy legs, if he's not put in under their orders that they need and they want, they're going to declare war on the United States of America. That's what I honestly believe. But I guess we'll find out, right? Time will always tell. Time will always tell. Now, there's other reports coming in from many, many uh, uh, independent media uh, and, and, and podcasters and even former military people that are saying that D.C. now has Patriot missiles. That there are Patriot missiles inside of D.C. And, and other places in the country. If that's the case, why? Why is there Patriot missiles? If, I, if, if they're not worried that some foreign nation is going to declare war on us and try to take us out, try to, try to you know, have massive targets in the United States. Now, I can't confirm that. But what I can say is that all the people that have been right on top of things and right are saying it. So, um, another thing I wanted to bring up real quick is um, Jack Morrissey. He is a Disney producer. He produced the Beauty and the Beast movie, the latest one. He tweeted out a picture of somebody putting in something into a wood chipper. And on the other side of the wood chipper, you see a bunch of red blood coming out of it, covering the white snow. And it literally says, MAGA kids go screaming, hats first, into the wood chipper. This is Disney producer of Beauty and the Beast movie, advocating putting children into a wood chipper. The, en the entertainment industry are nothing but monsters, predators, pedophiles, communists, evildoers of this world. So Jack Morrissey on Twitter, go check him out. MAGA kids go screaming hat first into the wood chipper. Funny that uh, Osama bin Wannabe, Jack Dorsey, the man in charge of Twitter, doesn't remove that, but removes President Trump for calling for peaceful protests. Now, all morning long, Secretary Mike Pompeo has been posting some amazing things on Twitter back to back to back about reading the Constitution. He even put up a picture of George Washington crossing the Delaware River. So uh, we got we to gotta pay attention to that too. Another thing that came across my, um, my eyes 
was it was a um, a tweet put out by Robbie Starbuck, and what he says is very popular leaders who win the most votes in history don't usually have to use investigators to vet the military to make sure that they are loyal enough to them. Only dictators tend to do that. That's exactly what Joe Biden's been doing the last three days. His team. They are literally implementing a fascist rogue regime. It was a coup on a duly elected by the people for the people president of the United States of America. That's what, we, that's what we've been witnessing, is a coup by the highest le Democrat leaders in this country in conjunction with the CCP and radicalists and brainwashed, indoctrinated university professors and young adults. That's what you're seeing. Last night, a lot of people started getting the emergency broadcast. Um, system come through on their TVs. And even my state, the state of New Hampshire, was getting the emergency alert. And I have a picture here of it, and it says, required, required weekly test. However, I've never seen this before in my life. A civil authority has issued a required weekly test for the following counties or areas. Connecticut, District of Columbia, slash Washington, D.C., Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Indiana, Kentucky, Massachusetts, Maryland, Maine, Michigan, North Carolina, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Virginia, Vermont, and West Virginia. At 11.01 a.m. on January 18, 2021, effective until 12.01 p.m., message from IPAWSCAP, IPA, IPASCAP, which is uh, tied, which is directly goes right to FEMA. Test message, IPAWS open, CAP, EAS feed, configuration test message. Many, 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 many people got this. Now, if you look at all the states that the emergency alert broadcast was, was put out for, they're all East Coast states except for Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, And you can, I guess you could say Kentucky, too. But the rest of them were East Coast states. thought that's kind of interesting. Also happening this morning, Jelaine Maxwell, at 10 o'clock, and people tried to get in and couldn't, because there was a general public may join the teleconference number. But we're supposed to be seeing some declassified stuff about Jelaine Maxwell and, and, and Jeffrey Epstein. Pretty crazy. Great timing, though, too, right? January 19th. So look, folks, I know that what we're up against and what we're experiencing right now is major. I know it's rough. I know the waters are rough. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't think really anybody does but President Trump. I don't know what's going to happen in the days following. President Trump will tell us, I'm sure. Somebody will tell us. All I can say is, ladies and gentlemen, we got to keep fighting till, the, till, till there's no fight left in us. Until there's no fight left to do. To me, that's when I'm dead. Everything that I have researched, everything that I have 
relayed to you over the, the past few months about this election. You think I'm going to stop now? It's all been truthful. It's all been with high integrity. If I posted something that was wrong, I've taken it down and apologized. And I'll continue to do me for you, for this country, for my family. I really appreciate you guys who have become monthly donors. There was over 800 of you on Anchor. About a third of you found your way back once Spotify censored me uh, by going to JeremyHarrell.com and becoming a monthly donor, and I appreciate that. This whole thing was for me to grow live from America into a full-fledged media company to where we had boots on the ground all over the United States and we started going to these events and holding these people accountable with real questions that you would ask them like I would ask them. That's still my plan. That is still my plan. To transition out of a career to this as a career. And I thank you for all that have made that uh, you know, possible moving forward. And if you, if, you, if you like what you see here and you like what you hear here, uh, please consider becoming a monthly donor as well. Uh, merchandise will be back up within uh, probably this week. Uh, because Teespring, we are... Um, Myself and my record company, we are suing Teespring for discrimination against my religious and political beliefs, especially when they have shirts up on the, shirts and merchandise up on their website about illegal drug activity, cocaine and heroin and others. So we're going to keep the good fight up, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure we're going to have a great show for you tonight, live at 5 on Facebook Live. Last night, we had 32,000 people watching at once. Joe Biden wishes he had those numbers. You guys have made us the top in, in the top 10 podcasts on rss.com and you can find us on pretty much any podcast site, iHeartRadio, Apple, all of them by just typing in either Jeremy Harrell live from America or live from America with Jeremy Harrell. You can also watch and listen to everything on the hour every hour after it's posted on my website, Jeremy Harrell, H E R R E L L.com. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great rest of your day. God bless you. Keep, keep the faith, keep strong, don't be stressed out, stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, your chest out, your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you. God bless President Trump. God bless the United States of America and all of our military, and your families. And we'll see you tonight for Live at Five. Have a good day, ladies and gentlemen. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America. First Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth.